This is Steve Klein with Fizbo Smarts, episode 15. Yo, let's do it. This is Steve Klein with Fizbo Smarts, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for selling your home digitally on your own and online for sale by owner style and helping you save thousands of dollars in the process. And this is the last, the very last episode of our series on my personal for sale by owner journey, my Fisbo smart journey for my home sale. The most recent home I sold is the home I own with my mom, her home, and which proceeds that I would save by saving the real estate commissions would go directly to her to offset the cost of her assisted living facility. So this is totally a blessing. And I, yes, and I have to say, it did sell. We definitely sold. It closed yesterday, and we have the funds transferred into our bank account today. And so I'm really excited about that. And now I've just got to work out all of the numbers for my mom, make sure everything's going to be settled in, in her accounts, and... And then we can just breathe a sigh of relief that it's all done. The only other thing that we didn't get done was the shed in the back. I think I remember telling you that that we were running down to the wire and we were over there literally every day for like four weeks. I mean, it was crazy, especially in the last two weeks. It's just been nonstop, but it's just so much work. We got the garage totally clean. We le- we left a lot of tools for them that they didn't have tools. And they said if we didn't leave this leave these tools for them, it would have taken them a lot longer to even accumulate the tools and, and have something that they can use for their own gardening purposes. So they said that it really helps them. And so we said, hey, great. I, we don't have to take something else away. So it was really, for us, it was like, oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. And they're like, no, thank you. And we had some old crock pots that were up in the top attic that we just couldn't lift. They were like 30 pounds each or one was 50. It felt like 50 pounds or something like this. It was really heavy. And I'm not sure how my dad got it up there. He must have like lifted on his shoulders. I don't know. But when we had the guys come from, there's a place that's kind of like the 800 got junk, but it's called GI junk. And they're like these veterans that have retired and they need work or they're, I think it's like they're, it's for veterans that are just out of the military and then they need extra work or they're trying to get back on their feet. I can't quite remember the whole gist of it, but they're really great service and they, uh, they, they have a big truck. And so they came and helped. But what was really cool is that when the guys were done uh, loading, unloading all of the junk because we had this big pile in the backyard that we were uh, accumulating of stuff that we were throwing away. They would not only divide the metals between the metals and the plastic and recycle them for us when they got to the whatever facility that they dropped us off to, but they also stopped and helped us get these big crock pots out of the attic of the of the garage because we couldn't get them down. We were trying to figure out how to get a pulley system. You know, we didn't want to like break our backs to try and get them down. Plus, you know, we're not that big. These guys are big though. And the, and my wife was bold enough to say, I'm, I'm going to ask them. So that she walked out as they were leaving and said, Hey, we have these two crock pots up here. Can you, can one of you help? And they said, Oh, sure. These guys have just got done with this helping us in the back. And they are like, Oh, sure we can do this. And I'm like, Oh man. And they got up there and it, it was like, 
the one big guy just kind of looked at it and it's like, oh, okay, I can feel this. And he felt it. And he kind of on, like on his shoulder, he balanced it as he came down this, the, this ladder that we had. And I'm like, man, how can you guys do this? I'm just, I, I blow, I'm blown away by how, you know, how these guys have that strength. And I, I just never had that. I, I lifted weights when I was in school and everything, but my bones are only so big. Right. And these guys, they were huge, you know, this like, whoa, anyway. So that was really cool. And so they got those down for us and they didn't break. And they were part of our family's history because my dad used to make sauerkraut in these crock pots. And I'm sure you can make sauerkraut these days and other things, but he had the old classic, the slicer that you would use. That was a German slicer that you would use for the, uh, the, the cabbage. And then I remember as a kid using a plunger, putting the salt in it, and then just covering it up because that's how you made sauerkraut. It was a fermented vegetable. And by the way, fermented vegetables are supposed to be good for you. They're good good for your gut microbiome, just letting you know. And so uh, so I thought that would be, you know, something I was just left to hold on to. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. The, the whole point was there's a lot of stuff that was there that we cleared out, but there was a lot of stuff that we couldn't get to in the shed, a lot of memorabilia. And so they agreed to close with the exception of the shed because they said they weren't they weren't going to need it anyway and that we would come back in like a few months time so it's march april probably around may or june or even july i I put on the contract that we would say uh that we would come in the next four to six months or at a time that's convenient for us so i made it really open for us but i don't want to leave it there forever so um anyway the other interesting thing is uh, we are having a lockdown. The whole country is starting to be locked down. It's really crazy because of this uh, global pandemic that's has been starting and heating up. I kept hearing things that, about about the deaths in Italy. It's just it's just unbelievable what's happening, and it's really sad. But now that the seriousness of it's coming to the states in New York, and I hear reports there, and our governor here in Oregon is starting to call for people to stay at home. And it's really interesting because I've been staying at home anyway through this whole process. I've been working in the morning and then doing this for sale by owner thing in the in the daytime in the evening. So it's just kind of worked out like, well, okay, just I'll keep working from home. That's what I've been doing anyway, right? But here's the weird thing. I We've been putting on masks and gloves, cleaning out the house. So we've already been preparing and not even knowing this. But all of a sudden, gloves and the the masks are the prices are skyrocketing now. When we've luckily we've had like these gloves and, and masks because we've been doing all this work, but now they're like starting to go off the shelves. And the interesting thing is, I heard about this thing that happened in China, and I wasn't quite sure about it. So I've been also practicing these safe uh, techniques that they're telling people to start doing right now. I've already been doing it because I've been kind of paranoid that something like this could happen anyway. So anyway, that's just a little side note. But here's the thing. We closed our house right before or right as this lockdown was happening. And how crazy is that? Now, the new owners are thinking it's kind of neat because they got into their new home and what better place to have their lockdown in their new home, right? So they're they're kind of bittersweet about it. And I was freaking out a little bit because uh, she as a nurse, the person that uh, bought our house, but 
she has not been around anyone because we, we are in Oregon and there's a really not that many people here that have showed up with signs of it. And the other thing is she was been off work. That's part of the reason why they found our house because she was off due off work due to an injury. So she was looking at houses and doing a lot of things on her own before she had to go back to work. So without getting any details or giving any details about her specific reason why she was off work, but she was off work for a time and uh, due to medical reasons, and then she came back. And so the cool thing is she hadn't really been back to work except for recently. And then uh, so there was no exposure there for us. Uh, if there was any anyway, uh, I don't think we'd have to worry about it. But it is a concern with this stuff's going on. We don't really they don't really know much about it. We don't really know much about it. So but anyway, I just wanted to call that out because it is a, it's a really strange time. But yet at the same time, we're really happy and and very, very thankful that one, we were able to sell the home when we did to that they were able to get into the home when we did, because we don't know what this is going to do to the economy. I mean, we don't know if people are going to be able to afford to buy houses after this. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. So anyway, um, so just a quick, really quick note to let you know that, yes, we have closed the house and it is officially sold. So the next time that I talk to you, we're going to be delving into other topics around the for sale by owner process. I'll probably have a more structured process, and I'm not really sure yet how the format's going to be following this because this has been, gosh, um, if you add it up from the time that I started, it's going to be about a year already. From the time we decided to sell our home to the, the time that we closed, it's been almost a year. The actual sales time that it took us to sell it from the, the time we put it on the market to the time we, we sold it was six months because uh, we officially put it on the market in September, technically in July, but that was only two weeks. So I'm not counting that. In month of August, we didn't have it listed at, at all. But from September to the time we had a, a, an official sale pending, which was m- right about the beginning of February, I think it was February 5th, that was six months. So yeah, there was quite a bit of time in there. But I want to try and change the format a little bit so that uh, you'll get more information and this is more concise rather than a, a sort of podcast slash blog about my FISBO experience. I want it to be more of a structured approach. So the next episodes going forward are going to be more direct and more to a point and hopefully we'll resolve a, a question or a problem that you might have. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up my blog uh, or my email and, and I want you guys to email me questions that you might have. So if you have any questions, even if you hear this at a later date, sometime in the future, feel free to email us. Go to our fisbosmart.com or fisbosmarts.com website and there should be an email where you can ask questions or sign up for our, our, our mailing list. And we'll communicate that way. And that way we can keep in touch and you can share your questions that you might have. And I can hopefully be, uh, I can be a solution for those questions or add value to, to your uh, home buying and home selling needs. From a neutral third party perspective, from a non-real estate agent perspective and a non-realtor perspective, but more from an investor and a homeowner, a fellow homeowner that can give you advice and tips that I've found that be useful for me and hopefully they can be useful to you as well. 
Well, hey, this is Steve Klein. And until next time, remember to be Fizbo smart and save thousands on your next home sale. And we'll see you in the next episode.